From Charleston, South Carolina, it's Champagne Vaughn. Raise a glass, it's Champagne Vaughn here, the queen of celebration, and you are listening to the Sips and Sounds podcast, where I talk about the wine I'm sipping on and two artists you've been sleeping on. It's my mission to get you acquainted with all kinds of artists and all kinds of drink by the end of season one of this podcast. Today's discussion is all about 19 Crimes Revolutionary Rosé, Abstract That Rapper, and Sia. Now... Who's ready to grab a glass? Pop, 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 pop a bottle. With Champagne Vaughn. Today I popped open a Revolutionary Rosé by 19 Crimes Wine that's bottled in California. This is an Australian rosé, and it's actually pretty, pretty dope, very dope brand. They even have a new, um, a new red coming out with Snoop Doggy Dog. So this is a real upbeat, modern brand, a really cool take on wine, and the backstory is really awesome. So it's all based off of these convicts that end up being colonists. And if you broke uh, 19 of these like crimes, is like these crimes are a big deal. If you go to their website, 19crimes.com, they have a list of uh, things like if you took fish that wasn't yours or if you um, had a clandestine marriage. It's, it's wild. 19 of those rules. If you broke them, she put you on a ship and you had to go to Australia. So pretty much lawbreakers ended up becoming lawmakers, right? Because they ended up getting to this new country and doing all kinds of different things. So the 19 crimes brand is all based off of that moment in history. They've got a really cool line. So I've always seen this and I never take the time to pick it up. So today is the day. Let's go ahead and, uh, Crack that open. So, yes, you heard that. That is a um, twist top for your wine. Nothing wrong with a little twist top wine. All right, let's get let's get into this. Before I talk about these artists, I got to do a little sippy sip. Here we go. Cheers, my friends. Twelve seconds later. Okay, that's not so bad. I'm not a big fan of still rosé. I usually am not. I'm, I usually like a little sparkling to it, but this is very tasty. Nice and fruity, not too sweet. That's the kind of stuff I like. I don't like really sweet rosés or really sweet wines in general, like table reds and things of that nature. Hold on, let me let me smell this thing. Two seconds later. Oh yeah, I'm getting some really cool smells. So I got I got I got some hints of I don't know, kind of pineapple, a little tropical, if you will, raspberries. That's the kind of scent I'm getting. Those are the notes that are coming off of that thing. I am enjoying this 19 Crimes Revolutionary Rosé. Definitely revolutionize the way I look at rosé. Now that we have our sips, I need you to raise your glass because I have a toast to make to two incredible artists. Let's go! First up, Abstract That Rapper. One of the things I like best about Abstract That Rapper is his performances. When this cat is on the stage, you see how much fun he's having. He interacts with the crowd. He engages with his bandmates. It's an all-around fun experience. And that's what a concert is supposed to be, people. It's supposed to be Fun. It's about leaving your worries behind and indulging in the music. I feel that when I'm watching Abstract perform. Let me shed a little light on the top three things I want to make a toast about for Abstract That Rapper. One, he's won Best Hip Hop Artist for Charleston City Paper two years in a row. Disclaimer, all right? Charleston City Paper Awards just don't get me going. I'm pretty skeptical of them, if I'm truly honest. However, I've made peace with the fact that receiving that recognition can mean a lot to people, and I respect that, especially when you're a hard worker 
I like seeing you get some flowers, okay? So I digress. That's a different conversation for a different day. But big congrats to Abstract for this achievement. I do see this guy working hard, and his perseverance always motivates me, and I know it motivates a lot of others as well. Number two, he started his own artist showcase in the city. That's what I'm talking about. This showcase has a real creative twist, too. You don't get to know who's gracing the stage until they get on the stage. Really cool concept, and it encourages the community to just support live local music off the strength of it simply existing. So he had one already, Stract approved, and it's like it's got this confidential feel. Uh, the the uh, flyer, really, really awesome really liked the play on, like I said, the confidential file had the first one. It was successful. The second one was supposed to come as well, but COVID-19 kind of shut that down. So we'll be looking forward to attending the future Stract approved. It's going to be really awesome to see who he pulls onto the stage. I really enjoy that he's doing this. Number three, he recently released the Mosaic EP. So I was able to sit down with Abstract and talk a little bit about this project. And matter of fact, Mecca was with me and we even got to be on the actual project. That's amazing. Really cool experience. Thank you, Abstract, for that experience. Really cool that we were involved with that and we we're kind of like radio personalities. It's a really cool, really cool thing. But we were able to sit down with them and I want to play a little bit from that interview. Did you set out to be number one? Did you set out to be an underground king of Charleston? <laughs> Did you think about that? Did you have those conversations? 2020, I'm going to have to get used to statements like that without smiling or like looking goofy. Okay. Okay. But um, oh, y'all look goofy. Nah, but, uh, <laughs> no, but no, but like, um, I feel like it's just, I just like blush like an anime girl. Um, but, uh, <laughs> I'm gonna answer it like a politician would. No, <laughs> and not and not, but kind of related. Right. When I a little bit before when I came to CFC, when I because all those mixtapes ex- excluding the one with Willie Soul while I was in school, all those other ones was before I even touched campus, mm-hmm. college campus. Yeah, but um, nah, but like while I was in that mindset, I was like writing stuff that I never put out, but it was just like this is like the name yeah. first intent is like this isn't me, like, yeah. and um, I don't know if I ever told you this, but. You said at one point, like, consistency is key. Mm. Like, I was like, Vaughn, like, how you got all this? Like, yeah, why do people love you? You got all this clout. <laughs> I don't know if you remember this. Like, you. I you, don't. I was. But I believe you. But I believe I you. I remember exactly where we were. We were on St. Anyway. Um, on campus. We were, we were on, on campus. St. Philip Street. And we were, like, you, you. I was riding with you. We were about to go out to do something. Yeah. Can't remember what. But I was like, how you got all this? Like, people love you. Um. It was like, I don't know, it was like consistency. To answer your question, no, it wasn't expected. Okay. I, I was writing stuff, like trying to like do this, because like I'm theatrical, so I just wanted to do the, the most. It wasn't working. I didn't feel it myself or what the fuck ever. I asked myself two questions. I was like, could mm-hmm. you see yourself, if there was no money tied to it, um, like I right. like I was getting like money for yelling on the mic at that time but it was like if there was no money involved in this could you would you still like stay up late and like work on beats and things like that mm. um could like could you see yourself being 40 years 40 years old um doing this like being that 80 years old like every time i come over to grandpa house like he in the basement mixing he got the mix hella loud like i can't never hear nothing <laughs> i asked myself that and I asked myself, like, if there was nobody watching, would you still do it? Mm. Just writing. Because it's not really about 
poetry. I've done poetry. Like, it's not about hip. It is about hip hop. But, you know, like, would you still do it is the point I'm trying to is say. Is it your passion? Yeah, it is. And, and, and I like, I like Kendrick meditated. And mm-hmm. I was like, no, nah, like, yeah, I would. And after that, it was just like, well, then shit, like, do what the fuck you want. Like, not do what you want, but, like, stop trying to cater to people. Just do what's in your head. Right. So when you, when you, yeah, like, when you get to the, like, slow motion wax EP, it's like, this is different. Like, around mm-hmm. that time, like, it was hella trappy in Charleston. I just remember that mm-hmm. with, the, with the little hip-hop mm-hmm. scene. And that's dope to say. At that time, it was little. Mm-hmm. But, um, yeah. It was, it, was yeah. Just, it was like, if you're going to do something, be consistent. Like, Yeah. <coughs> so you could say it wasn't even, like you said, it wasn't really expected. It just, you just honed in on, this is what I need to, like, I just need to focus on doing what, what makes me feel good. And that's it. Like, that's. Yeah. Kind of selfishly. Kind of. Yeah. 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 But yeah. But yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. In yeah. the name of hip hop. That's one hardworking guy, and hard workers deserve a salute. Is there anyone else out there that has anything to add to this toast? Raise your glass now or forever hold your peace. All right, it's uh, Cody Dixon. I'm from Charleston, South Carolina, and I like abstract that rapper because he's a good friend of mine. He's mad inspirational, just a dope artist, and he's always kept us and the homies pushing no matter what, just getting us motivated, telling us to do stuff, whether it's with music, whether it's with life. Um, abstract that rapper is just one cool dude. Raise a glass to that man. Thank you, Cody, for those kind words. And without further ado, cheers to Abstract That Rapper. Ready for the war that's upon us, my brother, you the war. Hands up, hey, hands up. Come on, one, hey, two, hey, three. That's one artist down, one more to go. Pour up some more of your sips and get ready to raise a glass for this next artist, Sia. Let's go! My first experience with Sia was when I heard Titanium. That's with David Guetta. She was featured on it. The texture of her voice immediately captured me, and naturally, I needed more. Sia truly uses her art to articulate her emotions and experiences. She also is sick with the pen. She's written one of my favorite songs, Diamonds, performed by Rihanna, and Pretty Hurts by Beyonce. So I got to give you my three favorite things about Sia. First, her visuals. My God, I always get caught up in interpreting music videos like Elastic Heart, Big Girls Cry, and The Greatest. The perspectives that she forces you to explore in these videos is almost like a welcome brain exercise for me. It really tugs on your empathy strings, okay? Like how well can you empathize with each character that's in the music video? And I think that is that is so sick, nasty. I feel that artists you know, when they challenge their viewers to see beyond what is on the screen, that is impactful. Even her visuals that influence you to get up and jump around are still impressionable. I love it. It is art. My second reason why I'm giving a toast to Sia, her lyric subject matter. You want an artist to expose themselves on the mic, you put Sia in the game, coach. It's commendable how she uses her music to speak to experiences with addiction, mental health, childhood trauma, just acceptance in the overall world that she's working in, just being in that limelight and how it's not easy to be in the limelight. It's commendable and it's what we ask of artists on a daily basis and Sia gives it to you. And that spills into the third thing that I want to give Sia a toast about. 
It is her commitment to artistic symbolism off the stage. Yeah, how Sia handles the big ask of fans is another one of my favorite things about her. She knows that people expect from her. Like she knows that that's the industry that she's in, yet she fights for her right to be able to be a human being. For instance, she wears a wig that covers her face and she changes it like it could be a big bow or something always extravagant that at least covers um, her eyes, like her eyes and her nose, you know? And she wears this all the time at award shows, during performances, in front of big crowds, in front of small crowds, during interviews, walking down the street. It doesn't matter. Like she does this. And I find this to be a bold artistic move. She lets the dancers represent her. She redirects the focus to the music. When you see her perform, she's always underneath some kind of like cloth or something. Like on Ellen DeGeneres show, when she performed, she was under like a big, a big black dress or something that was hanging on a wall while the dancer Maddie Ziegler, I believe, from Dance Moms, that's who she worked with a lot, you know, this is a couple years back. But it's just amazing to me how committed she is to that. And just it speaks volumes. You know, I don't care if it's a gimmick. It's one that I'm really appreciating because we ask so much from artists all of the time. We expect them to press every ounce of them out, all their ounce of creativity, and we require them to inspire us. And this right here was a bold move from her, and I just enjoy her commitment to the cause. She didn't always wear like the the wigs and things like that, but once again, it's an artistic transition, and we should support that. And that's why I got to take that time to give this toast. Is there anyone else out there that has anything to add to this toast? Raise your glass now or forever hold your peace. Hi, my name is Justin Lyons and I'm from Rock Hill, South Carolina. And I love Sia for a couple of reasons. One of my favorite TV shows way back when was called Six Feet Under on HBO. If you haven't seen it, go watch it. But the finale sequence is one of the best finale sequences I've ever seen on a TV show. It kind of wraps up every single character's background. And the song that they play over it is Breathe Me by Sia. So that's when I first heard her and I got into her music. So two of her best music videos are the Breathe Me music video, where she basically tells like a visual story via Polaroids. So it's like a bunch, it's like thousands of Polaroids layered on top of one another that make kind of a still motion video. And then another one is Soon Will Be Found, where she does the whole thing in sign language with painted hands. There's some like black light and glowing involved. I mean, it's just really incredible. So if you've only heard her modern mainstream stuff, go listen to some of that old stuff because it's absolutely breathtaking. Woo boy, Justin, you hit the nail on the head. That was beautifully articulated. So glad to hear your words about Sia. Without further ado, let's raise that glass and cheers to Sia. Thank you so much for listening. I've enjoyed sipping on this 19 Crimes Revolutionary Rosé with y'all. And I appreciate you for listening to me brag about Abstract That Rapper and Sia. You can follow me at Champagne Vaughn on Instagram, where I will post updates about the Sips and Sounds podcast. And until we meet again, health, wealth, and wisdom to you. Salute. Thank you for listening to the Sips and Sounds podcast. Expect new episodes every Tuesday available on Spotify and SoundCloud. Expect corresponding mixes available every Wednesday on SoundCloud. Search Sips and Sounds Podcast. Don't forget to subscribe. Access granted.